gentlemen, uh, brothers and sisters everywhere. We just thank God for the privilege and opportunity to, to be here tonight with this Wednesday check-in with D. Edward Cheney and uh, Corey D. Moody, certified public accountant, certified valuation analyst. Again, we apologize for last week on my part 
I had some technical difficulties on my part, but what a wonderful, if you, you there's opportunity for you to go back and watch the series, the financial series, ladies and gentlemen, you would do yourself a major justice if you did this. I am just so delighted in as we launched out this year, last Wednesday night, I need you to tell your friends, your neighbors, your enemies, your mama, daddy, all of them, tell everybody about what is going on Wednesday night, six o'clock with the Renaissance Fellowship and Mr. Corey D. Moody. And I'm just uh, excited about where God is leading us in this 2022 year. I don't know about you, but I need financial blessings. I need financial breakthroughs. But watch this, ladies and gentlemen. In order to do that, there are some principles. There are some basic foundational things that we need to understand. There are some things we need to correct in our lives. There are some things we need to get straight in our lives. There are some things that we need to address in our lives concerning finances. And we're doing it from a biblical principle, biblical financial principle perspective. I know that was a lot to say, a biblical uh, financial <laughs> principle perspective. Let me try to say that again, a biblical principle financial perspective. But anyway, without further ado, I'm so delighted again to welcome my brother, our brother again, as we do this. And you can reach him through Corey D. Moody, all of his platforms. We just thank you so very much for that. At this time, Mr. Corey D. Moody, Certified Public Accountant, Certified Valuation Analyst. Thank you, thank you. Well, it's always a pleasure to be here. And I wanna welcome you to a financial series. Uh, I wanna welcome my Renaissance family and all the listeners that's been listening to this podcast. And it's always a great joy to do this podcast along with the Renaissance Fellowship and D. Edward Cheney. And normally when I do financial seminars, when I, uh, when I do them for, for, for businesses and, you know, I have maybe a half day or a full day. And one of the things that, you know, some of the people say is put on your seatbelt because we're going to be flying through this material and it's a lot of material, but we're gonna really break this down. Uh, and what you kinda gonna see tonight, uh, and I'm just gonna kinda let you see the screen, you know, we're gonna really kinda break this down and I'm not gonna try to get through all this tonight. You know, this may be three to four weeks, but this is gonna be kinda the foundation. Um, we talked earlier last week that, you know, we're gonna break this up into quarters. And in business, you watch the financial channels, you always hear what they talk about Q1, Q3, quarter one, quarter two, you know, how well business performs. They don't typically say just one year or a month. They kind of break it down into quarters because that's typically a good indicator. Those 12, 13 weeks are good indicators of how well that a business may be performing. And so what we talked about last week, um, and, or actually December 30th, we talked about a car, you know, talking about having a V6, you know, and we talked about the, the, the six V's as it relates to 
what they stand for, you know, kind of in our life and in our financial life, you know, what, what do they stand for? And we talked about those six and I'm going to just kind of repeat them, you know, value, validation, victimization, vanity, variables, and viability. And as I've been going through the material and, and kind of really understanding, and I, I remember when I, when I was growing up, everything was really was a V8 because we didn't have the gas crisis, you know, this is, you know, in the seventies, you know, and, you know, so, you know, gas was plentiful. Say, so, you know, car makers were making these big engines, but when the gas shortage came and the gas crisis came, they started building V6s and V4s. But what happens as you start stepping down, you start losing power. And as I've been going through this and reviewing, you know, last year's stuff, that maybe we want to strengthen it up. You know, maybe we want to go to a V8 or even a V12. You know, some cars got, you know, 12 cylinders and they're stronger and faster. And so, you know, tonight, you know, I'm going to add two more. So instead of a V6, we're going to have a V8. But these two are villain and victory. And so now we got eight of these V's to make up this V8, this engine that we're, we're going to be driving this car. And I talked about the electric car, and we may not get to that maybe towards the third or fourth quarter. But I'm a CPA, and, and, and as an auditor, when we go into audit a company's books, we make what we call assertions. And I'm just going to, you know, assertion is a confident or forceful statement of fact or belief. And so in auditing, we make certain assertions. So let's say we may be looking at inventory and we make certain assertions and we kind of base it on what we call risk. And and then let's say you have cash or fixed assets or accounts payable. But you don't apply all those assertions to every item on that financial statement. So tonight, we're going to be talking probably about maybe four assertions tonight. And it's probably going to bleed into um, next week and then maybe the third week, we may swap out and have some more and, you know, eliminate one or two. So assertions change based upon risk. And so tonight, we're going to kind of deal with value, victimization, variables, and villain. And so as we go through, so I'm going to kind of pop over to the screen now. Um, well, I guess I think you are. Oops, I, I apologize. I just hit the wrong thing. I think you're already seeing that screen. Uh, so what we're going to do is, you know, kind of talk about determining your 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 value, your net worth. And we kind of went over this last last year. We set up budgets, forms. You know, we're going to complete some forms and update. Download your bank statements for the last two years. Now, some of you may have banks that allow you to go back seven years. And if you can go back seven years, go back and download them. But downloading them do, does not mean to print them out. It means just to save them on your hard drive, on your laptop, or on a thumb drive. So you always have access to those bank statements. 
because so many times we need access to our bank statement. We may have closed that account. Somebody may need to look at it. Now we don't have them anymore. And then you got to go to the bank. Then they're going to charge you to go back to get those bank statements. But we're going to, you know, talk about the bank statements, you know, a little bit further into this discussion and why I'm telling you to pull them down and also track our purchases. Now, we talked about these items last year. So you're going to need to kind of go back to listen to some of the um, podcasts from last year to kind of get, you know, the feel of what those are. And we're going to touch on them again right now. Okay. So one of the things is we talked about these assertions, you know, and these assertions, I'm, I'm, I'm coming from um, a biblical perspective. You know, we really, you know, we hammer home understanding value um, and not so much monetary, how much money we make, but the value of ourselves. And I'm not going to repeat everything we kind of did last year, but I do want you to go back and you, you're going to see that later on because you're going to have some homework assignments, you know, to go back. There's some reading that we need to do. But to understand our value from a monetary perspective, we got to fill out this net worth statement or value statement. And so what we have to do, and this is, a, this is going to be available to everyone that's part of the, the webinar because, you know, it'll be posted out there for you to, to look at. So one of the things is what does that look like, you know? Where can we get this information? What's the importance of having it? So this value statement or net worth statement, and this is something you need in everyday life just to kind of understand. But what it also does, it helps measure how well or how good a stewards we are with what we've been entrusted with. So if you remember, you know, we talked about there was a value that was placed on, you know, um, males and females at different ages. And the key is not just to take that value and do nothing with it. And you remember, you know, the story where the three guys went out and, you know, they got a little piece of the master's money and two of them went out and doubled and tripled and made more money. And one guy did nothing because he was scared. So he didn't increase any value. So this sheet here, this is going to help us to measure how well, how good a steward we are. And as you see, it has nothing about income and expenses. It's not a budget. But the major item on this thing here is going to be net worth or value. And so what we're going to want to do is to increase this value as we go forth. And I think I should better to link. Uh oh. My. So we're going to be able to fill these in, these particular amounts. So you're going to need to reconcile your bank statement. You know, you're going to need to know how much cash you have, you know, and, and we can probably put, you know, this date would be January, you know actually December 31st, you know, because, you know, we're still in January, but whatever your cash balance was from your bank statement, minus your outstanding checks or outs and, and adding your, your outstanding deposits, 
that's why you reconcile. You know, you can't just call the bank and see, say how much money I got in the bank. Well, if you got outstanding checks and stuff, you're not getting the proper balance. Okay. So, but right now, I mean, this climate, you know, for the most part, we use debit cards. You know, I haven't written a check. I don't know how long personally, you know, I still write them on the corporate side. So if you just called your bank or pulled your, look at your bank statement from December 31st, just for this exercise, just put that end in balance for your cash balance on this line item right here. Okay. All right. This cash balance here. And then get your temporary savings. You're going to put that here, how much you have in savings. You're, you know, you may have a checking account in the savings account. Now, if you are married, it, it, it gets a little different because it should be one statement. So you combine everything together. And I know sometimes people keep things separate. So if that's the case, each one of you need to do your own net worth statement. And I'm not going to get into all the other stuff, whether you should or shouldn't, but that's a different, that's, I, I let pass the hand of that. But the, the key is to go ahead and each person individually fill out this net worth statement. And first of all, it's probably good so everyone kind of understand what's, what's going into, you know, making up these net worth statements. And then what do you have in stocks and bonds? You know, and typically there's a list and I don't have that here. I will have it next week. It's maybe some schedules that we list out. We may have 10 different stocks and bonds or mutual funds, you know, and you list each one of those out. So you may get statements every month from your broker brokerage house. So every month you look at that statement and you put those end and balance right here into your investments. Okay, the stocks and bonds. And then unlisted securities. So what unlisted securities are, those, those, those who own businesses, the value of your business or businesses, they go here. Or, you know, you may have 10, 15% that you invested in some other companies that are not listed on the stock exchange. So you put that here, you put the value of your automobiles, intellectual property. We'll deal with that uh, in, in another session, but that is, you know, the intellectual property. I just want to say this, this is where so many of us have lost our real value. And this is why understanding your value is so important because this has been stolen from a lot of us. You know, we hear about, I came up with this recipe, you know, to cook this chicken or something. Now this company has franchises all over the world that someone may, you know, our great, great grandmother may invent it and they took that recipe. Now they making millions on it. That's intellectual property. So Coca-Cola, you know, you probably heard them. They guard that formula with, with lock under lock and key. That formula has value. And this is what we have to really learn to protect. And we will get into that a little bit further. And then our real estate, you know, what is the value of our real estate? And that changes, you know, month to month, 
quarter to quarter, maybe every six months, you know, you put in what the value of your real estate is and your personal property. And so you come up with all your total assets. Okay. And then you will put in your, your, your accounts payables or your notes, note payables, um, your, all your credit cards, any judgments, all your debt and your mortgages. So when you subtract your liabilities from your assets, you're going to come up with your net worth. And we kind of went over this last year, but I'm just showing you in a kind of little cleaner format that we're going to fill this out and we're going to kind of work it a little bit harder next, next week. So we're going to kind of, this is kind of going to be a workshop. So that's why joining the webinar becomes important because you're going to be able to ask questions, have comments, and we're going to be answering your question and helping you fill this out as you participate in this webinar. So that's why it's important. That's why Pastor Cheney's been on us about sign up, sign up, sign up, sign up. And so those that have not signed up, you're going to be missing the opportunity to get this help or assistance, you know, if there's some things that you're not clear on. Okay, so that's going to be real important. And then the next thing is filling out this budget. You know, we're still in January. So what we want to do, you know, I think what I said last week, give me one year. If you give me a year, we'll see a dramatic increase or increase in this net worth. And that's the goal is to increase our value. But what we worked on last year, we got to break through some mental strongholds understanding the value of who we are and it's not always monetary it's just you know you can't let people just always sell you short you know and that's where we kind of get into the victimization you know or villain you know are we a victim are we a villain and do we allow others to make us a villain or a victim and so as we start going through the budget and looking at our budget sheet, you know, now we start getting one of the other V's, we start getting all these variables. So now all these variables start to help us navigate and understand how to, remember what I said a little earlier, to reduce our risk, to really get these assertions in place. Okay, and so we want to increase our value and, and, and that understanding of what components, what variables that we have control over to help us increase that value. So we're going to be working these sheets real heavy over the next few weeks to get them filled out. So, you, you know, for the next 11 months, 10 and a half months, we're going to have a roadmap. We're going to have a plan. You know, we've talked about building, you know, how you got to have your foundation. And this is something we got to work. And, you know, there's a, I hate to say use the word movement, but it's just this thing that, you know, we think we just don't have to do anything. 
you know, you know, we can just pray and it's just magically going to happen. And, you know, pastor will correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think we can just pray and it magically happens. If it does, I'm, I'm, I've, I've lost this game a long time ago. Because everything that I've had to do in my life, I've always had to work. And we talk about faith without works is dead. And we talk about having access to things. Just having access doesn't make it happen. You still got to work. You know, I, I, I was in a bad car accident, you know, when I was younger, in my early 20s, and I tore my knee up. And I was, you know, I was competing as a track athlete. You know, I was, you know, I was a good athlete, you know, going to the biggest meets in the country when I was in college. You know, trying to get ready for the 84 Olympics and really that 88 Olympics, that sole career. I was kind of building my career to kind of go there. I got in this car accident. And so I'm in the hospital for a week, you know, had to have knee surgery. And, you know, when you have surgery, you know, the atrophy hits, man. You know, my right leg was, was skinny and my other leg was still big and muscular. But I had to rehab that leg. And, you know, my coach, you know, he made sure I had the latest and greatest technology back then you're talking 82 you know for whatever technology was back then that he made sure i had it and you know i had someone you know kind of helping me as a physical therapist but you i couldn't just go to physical therapy or just you know put you know these machines and apparatus on and that's all i had to do i had to work after I left that physical therapist, get in the weight room and, and, and do things. You know, I, I was constantly, you know, kind of measuring, you know, my leg, making sure it was getting bigger and bigger, you know, so, you know, to get them back in balance. But I had to pick the work in. What that physical therapist did was just to kind of help to make sure I wasn't doing too much, you know, or not doing enough. At least, you know, they should tell you when you're not doing enough. Unfortunately, a lot of them don't tell you you're not doing enough until, you know, months later, you're not where you're supposed to be. And this is where we become a victim because it's somebody else's fault that my leg didn't grow the way it needed to grow. No, I didn't put the work in. And so now we want to make the physical therapy and everybody else, we want to make them the villain for the things we didn't do. And the same thing happens in our financial life. What happens in our life? Who are the villains? Who are the victims in where we are as we stand in our financial life? This is the decisions and things that we made. Look, there's some things in my life that, hey, I didn't have a whole bunch of control over but I still can't be that victim. I gotta work through that because things happen in our lives that we have no control over. 
The key is getting out of that and moving over. All right, so you got fired. They got lay layoffs. COVID-19 hit. A lot, you know, so a whole bunch of things happen with companies. You know, there's always mass layoffs. But you got to push through no matter what. At some point, you got to stop being a victim. And we got these tools that we're going to be working through. So you get ready to have access. And a lot of us have already had budgets, gone through financial seminars and stuff, and ain't improved and increased a lick. Because we just thought we had access and that's all we needed. We didn't come home, put in five hours a week. You know, we didn't go through our bank statements and, and spend time doing these things to understand the variables so we can make good decisions. We got to stop blaming people for things that happen in our lives. Whether we had a little control or a lot of control over it, it doesn't matter. You got to push through. And this financial piece is so huge. And the reason we spent a lot of time last year on understanding kind of, you know, you heard me say breaking these strongholds because we want to quote unquote be a victim to the system. We got to get past it. The system's there. We got to learn how to figure it out. Yes, there are people who started ahead of us that we may never catch, but that doesn't mean we have to go backwards or stay the same. So now we got these tools that are going to help us measure our progress just for ourselves. You don't have to show this to anyone, but just showing it to yourself and pray to God to continue to give you the strength to keep doing the things you need to do for the growth and the increase. And we'll talk about, you know, our tithes and offerings. You know, just, you know, just showing, hey, I'm putting my money where my mouth is. Because when you give, I guarantee you're going to put the work in. Because now you're going to want to see a return. You're going to say, man, if I'm, if I'm, you know, you'll pay for something, but you expect something back. When you don't pay for something, a lot of us still expect something back because we think we're entitled to stuff. You know, one of the things I learned early in business, I had more problems with clients or things that when I tried to help someone and do it for free than when I charged someone. Then I had to realize I got to charge what my true value is I can't worry about what the next guy is charging to maybe quote unquote to do the same thing that I'm doing. All tax returns, all audits are not created equal, but because we don't understand the value of what that audit is or even what that tax return is. And we may look at it where well, I just file the taxes because I have to, because I don't want to go to check. I don't want to go to jail. Well, if you look at that data that's on that tax return, you can learn a lot about what's going on in your financial life. 
when you look at that audit and you talk to your auditors about putting in processes and systems, it improves your efficiencies in your business. But we just want to get these things on the cheap, but not pay what it costs to really get the information, the data, because this accountant is going to really tell us what's happening. We want to just be lazy and say, well, God going to bless me. And so I made a challenge last week about putting out or, 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 or writing a first fruit, fruit check. And I've always done this every year in January is to write a first fruit check, which is different than your tithe. It's really over and above our offering. It's a special offering. And I'm going to challenge you right now to write a check that you've never written before in your life to your church. And last, and last week I, I said, you know, the Renaissance, but I'm saying if you don't have a church, get, do, do it to the Renaissance. You know, Pastor Cheney, will, she's going to give you that information when I'm done here. But plant a first fruit here also, or plant it with your church where you are a member. Pay for your services. And it's not that you bribing God, but when you put that money, you're going to look at these budgets. You're going to look at these tools. You're going to look at what you have access to. You're going to take it a little more serious because you're like, man, I'm kind of paying for this. And we're not charging you for this. And I'm not saying this, that you owe us anything. I'm just trying to get your mindset to get you to understand where really, and it says where your heart is. And they're talking about the love of money. This ain't about the love of money because, you, you know, you're giving it to God. I just say you the love of the money is you're not giving it. But the money is the indicator that's helping us see how well we're progressing and we're growing. So we're going to use these tools to help us measure what's going on. And a lot of these principles we talked about last year. And so I'm not going to I'm not going to go back, but you know, here are kind of the assignments that I want us to do to prepare for this first quarter. This is not a long range. What, part of it is a long range goal to complete the 22 budget for the year. And we may even have a three and a five year in the cup, you know, in the, maybe the second or third quarter to really have these long range goals. But I want you to go back and read Leviticus 27. But really, try to read the entire book. I'm just a firm believer. It's kind of hard to take scriptures by themselves. you got to understand the context. That's where the growth comes in and the real understanding, at least for me. But I think sometimes when we just take a scripture, we miss it. Because there's some scriptures we use, and that's not even what they're saying. It has nothing to do with how we use it. So I want you to read Leviticus 27 because it talks about the value of us as individuals that God's put on us. So it's very important. Now you need to complete the value statement or the network statement. 
Okay, that was that first sheet that you saw. The next thing is to um, complete your budget. And so next week, where I will show you these in the com uh, completion form so you can see it. But it's going to be important that you start participating. So, you know, I go through these webinars all the time to learn to always increase my knowledge, my understanding of the materials that I, I, I share with others and also that I share for myself. I'm constantly learning to try to get better and better. And maybe working hard and not just thinking you're entitled to stuff, maybe that's, that's just not where you are. And I... You know, I love for you to be on here, but this probably ain't going to work for you. Because here you're going to have to work. You're going to have to break some strongholds that we may have in our lives. And this is a constant struggle. You know, I talked about slavery, how it did a number on people. And not just slavery, you know, from the, you know, the 15, 1600s that we had in America. But even slavery, you know, that they had it even early on when you talk about, you know, Joseph and them. You know, there were slaves back then. But they got free because of the year of Jubilee. So you got to create your own Jubilee. We had to create our own Jubilee because the laws didn't say, okay, 50 years, year of Jubilee, now you're not a slave no more. And there's still slavery even today. And we'll get into that a little bit later. But we also could be enslaved in our mind. So that's why this is important. And if it's just, hey, I can pray, slot machine, Jesus, boom, hit it. I ain't got to do nothing. I'm entitled to it. All I need is access. This ain't the place. Just don't work like that, at least for me. So maybe some other places where, you know, you can get that information and you and they telling you they just keep pumping you up. This is all you got to do. And it may work for you. I just I wasn't part of that tribe. So we're going to have to work in this. But what I can promise you is you put the work in, you're going to see an increase. So one of the other things is to track daily expenses. You know, we talked about that before. What does that really look like? And that's why I'm having you kind of pull down your bank statements. You know, I recommend, you know, this is probably one of the few products I'll, I'll mention, you know, is something like QuickBooks. And, and a lot of people say, well, I can get quick and kind of does the same thing. Well, I'm a forward thinker. I want you to get QuickBooks. First of all, it does a lot more you know, there's some additional analytics that you can do with QuickBooks because it's a business package. But I also believe that we all, or a lot of us should be in our own business. So it's getting us prepared to do that. But it's gonna help you really kind of see how, what's happening with your business. But there are, there are apps out there that, that help you track your expenses daily and weekly. But you got to make it part of your lifestyle. 
You can't just get these farms and, and, and the numbers jump off. You got to know how much you're spending in particular areas. You know, you know, very early on in this in this series, excuse me, we talked about start tracking your expenses. And you can go out there. I don't care what app you use. There's a bunch of apps out there, you know, to help you track your daily expenses. I I want you to go back and listen to the first financial series podcast because that 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 first those first ones is about understanding value, breaking our own mental strongholds, so we're not victims anymore. Or we create villains when there really aren't any villains, but it makes us feel good. And then to download your last two years of your bank statements. It's important. So we're going to really get this thing cranking and we're going to be working kind of a workshop. You know, we've been getting you prepared to join the webinar so you can really start participating and understanding what's happening. And, you know, I, I, I want to first, I, I have to thank my cousin, Christopher Thompson, uh, who all the music you hear on both my podcasts, this is what he has wrote, produced. He's done all of it. Play every instrument that you hear. Everything that you hear is him. And I want to say thank you to my cousin Christopher, who is really my big brother. That was my road dog my first nine years. I want to give a special shout out to him. But I want to thank you guys for listening to a financial series. You know, again, you can catch catch me every Wednesday along with the Renaissance Fellowship. Also, I do a health show on, on the weekends. I, I was saying Sunday, but I'm doing it, you know, on the weekend and just kind of how I'm led. And I would love for you to, to you know, to follow that because it's it's different information. You know, you can follow me on Podbean, follow me on Facebook, follow me on Instagram. So I want to thank you for, you know, listening to the podcast and I'm getting ready to turn it over to Brother Cheney, Pastor Cheney to take us on home. And again, thank you. God bless. And I love you. information. Thank you, uh, Corey D. Moody, uh, and, and thank you for those who have streamed in tonight. And we know a lot of people will uh, be uh, going back on social media and watching this and analyzing it. I need your help. We need your help. And you know, the appeal, the Bible says you have not because you ask not. I'm asking you to join us. I mean, you don't have to pay for a thing. I'm not even talking church membership trying to put resources in the hands of God's people. We're trying to help you and help all of us become more accountable with the money and the resources that he has placed in our care. What I need you to do, what I need you to do is go to uh, Corey D. Moody's page, D. Edward Cheney's page, or the Renaissance Fellowship, and please register so you can go right into the Zoom and get this information. You can continue to look at it. We will keep it up. We will never delete it. Delete it until um, 
and we're told to, but we have to get the message out to the masses. This is a calling from God. It will continue. Uh, thank you for what you continue to do. If you so desire to sow a seed into this ministry, into the Renaissance Fellowship, uh, you, excuse me, first fruit, as our, our presenter said tonight, first fruit into the ministry. I want to be consistent. You can do that through dollar sign, the Renaissance LV, dollar sign, the Renaissance LV, or you can go to an app called Givelify. Givelify is really, uh, it was created by minorities, by African-American doctor, who is a friend of mine, and I just happen to know on a national uh, level through some other entities. And you just turn on your locator, type in the Renaissance Fellowship Las Vegas, type all of that in, and it will pull it right up with our banner on there. And you can click the little heart sign that says it's your favorite. You can give any amount. And then here's the bombshell. You will receive a receipt immediately. They have a receipt that they send you immediately. So you can download and keep in your electronic files. Again, thank you so much. Last but not least, we, we, we want to close in prayer, but we want to offer you an opportunity uh, if there's a prayer request, please submit that and just put it on there because we go back and we go to the pages and we pray. Some may want to pray for, for themselves. Some may want to pray for family or financial blessings. I know that I want to pray for increase, increase my faith in God, increase my, my church, increase my family, bless my friends, bless my presenters, people that have impacted my life. But finally, increase my finances. Uh, why, why shouldn't I ask for God to increase my finances? Again, ladies and gentlemen, this is what it's all about. And we have to be very transparent, very open with you, and very honest with you. In order for us to do this, we've got to be honest with our financial positions. Some of us got some messed up credit. Some of us got messed up situation. But guess what? It's not a death sentence. And you can get it straight through these sessions. They will continue on Wednesday nights. Wednesday, check in with Dia with Cheney and Mr. Corey D. Moody, Certified Public Accountant, Certified Valuation Analyst. Again, thank you so very much for joining us. Thank you, Corey, for joining us tonight. We appreciate your insight. Thank you for meeting us. And as we go and do this homework, we need you to share the word of Christ everywhere you go. Share the message, ladies and gentlemen, that here is a course. God bless you, and we love you. Father, we just thank you for this opportunity to share tonight in the financial series with Mr. Corey D. Moody, Certified Public Accountant, Certified Valuation Analyst. We thank you, O oh God, for how you continue to bless, touch, heal, deliver in Jesus' name. Keep us moving forward until we meet again on next week. We say thank you. We bless you, God. God bless you again. You see the information on the screen. Powerful. Determine your value, network, set up a budget, forms to complete an update, download your bank statements for the last two years, and track daily purchases. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. We love you. Y'all take care.